John, I can help you there, man. When he pulled his shorts down, under the short, there's this thing called legs that people train. This is Today Was A Good Day podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify and Anchor FM. And if you do listen on Apple, we would love it if you could leave a review. Thanks. Welcome to Today Was A Good Day podcast. This is the first one of the new year. I am your host, Johnny Maroon, joined by the positive self-storyteller, RJ. What's happening? It's going to crack in like, I'm going to say two eggs again. Oh, you've used that one already. I'm going to say cracking like ice. Oh, that okay, one. that sounds yeah. good. All right. And we are joined by our long, long-time friend who goes by a multitude of names. <laughs> <laughs> Government name, Gregory Hendricks, also known as The Cap. Also. Ah, uh, no. Also known as Jeezy, also known as G. On GTA, he's, oh, that fucking knobhead. On chess, he's like, oh my God, that wanker made a fucking awesome move on me again. <laughs> but for this, we just got to know him as G. So what's happening, G? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Val. It's good to be here. <laughs> you forgot, in, in all, yeah. Yes, yeah. In all different formats and formulas. <laughs> Crazy, man. You forgot about my favorite name from G-Dub. Oh, and G-Dub. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would have been the yeah, best yeah. number played ever if you had that. G-Dub. <laughs> one, three. <laughs> <laughs> It, my mum blocked that. Oh, didn't he want? Yeah, didn't he want that? G, it was. Yeah, like had it G, lined up. G or something was it? Or G? <laughs> um, it was G nine dub. Nice. Uh, and that was the private player I was going to get. And my mum blocked it. She was, you know, I was like twenty years of age, and she was like, "No, not not. You're not getting it for your twenty first. You're not having it for your twenty first. So I ended up with like my G nine and GLH. Which yeah. you know, I, it, I was grateful for, but it wasn't G Dub. It wasn't G Dub. It wasn't gangster, was it? <laughs> There's a registration going around Swansea here. RJS11. That's just perfect for me. Nice. That's a nice car too. Something like an old school Bentley or something. It's pimp. It's real. Nice. How, how, how long have we known you for now, G? Let's, let's think about it. Like, and first. Oh. We had this conversation. Damn. Yeah, first first memory. I'm trying to think of when I first remember you, and I think it might have been back in school when I was walking through the halls and saw the basketball picture. I'm like, "Who is this guy copying my pose of tensing up in the in the school basketball photo? Just completely copying my thing." Arms oh, out, <laughs> looking old. I, I, <laughs> I'd say improving, not copying. <laughs> yeah, taking it to the upper echelon. Yeah, yeah, I I was ripped back that back then. I was like mega ripped in that photo. But there we go. That was uh, that must have been your God, your your ten, your ten. Well, actually, well, did you play ball, G, at your ten? Because I remember I I I was in your team when you were your eleven. I was your ten, and I remember standing next to you in that photo. Yeah, I think I started in your late year nine. Your ten is when I met you. And then I met your brother off the back of that. Because I remember you guys, because especially John, John was the older boy, you know, he was like the group we looked up to when we were, when we were young, because mm. he played with like um, the All Mills and Ed Kerno and yeah. was it Matthew? Like Matthew Bill, and... Uh, Matthew Jones, was it? Matthew Jones, yeah. You know, like skinny guy with a curly curly hair, short crop to his head. I cannot remember who that is. He lived, he lived. Uh, he, lives by the, he used to live by the bridge. You know the bridge going over... From Dalabesh Road, 
Yeah. He lived just to the right. As you go over the road, um, opposite from school, he used to live a couple of houses down. Oh God, I can't remember. Yeah, nice shoes. Yeah, like feelers or something, or like really high top Nike. Oh, now you say feelers. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he did. You know, G was the only one with feelers. Oh, I forgot to put G's other name in it. Shoe collector. It's like oh, a bone yeah. collector. <laughs> Shoe collector extraordinaire. Okay, how, how many how many pairs of shoes do you have currently? I, I can't add. So I don't know. I don't know. That's my, <laughs> that's, that's my vice in life. I, I can't. When I see a nice pair of shoes, you know, I, I'm taught, and I've always had a niche, you know, it's always been basketball-esque style shoes. Mm. And it doesn't have to be playing trainers. It's more of the ones that I can wear than the ones I would ever wear on a court. Because, you know, with my, well, with my weak ankles, whenever I used to play, I had to have ankle support and none of those trainers ever look good. No, not at all. And again, so, it's the rep, isn't it? It's just a shoot the rep. Just quickly going back, right, to that photo, because I still got those photos. I got the photo of, of that one with me, you and, me and you, G, and I got the one then when I was in year 11. And I remember, because you tensed up in that photo, John, I, me and Greg were like, let's tense up in the photo. And stupidly, I stood next to Greg, who was, like you said, back in the day, proper <laughs> ripped. And I thought, here we go now. Let's do it. This chubby little year 10 right next to Mr. Rippier. Yeah. You can see my knuckles in the boat like this. Very different. Look no different at all. <laughs> right, but it's, it's funny. Like the, the photo the next year, you completely changed, didn't you? You were oh. skinny and, and you grew a couple of inches. You were yeah. like, yeah. Puberty kicked in, man, between year 10 and year 11 for me, like dramatically. Oh, yeah, you went up about what, about five inches, four, five inches, mm-hmm. and you lost. It must have been what well, it must be a good solid stone or two of fat just gone. Easy, easy, dude. Yeah, I know the, the difference in those two photos. I know, yeah, I'll, have you... to, I'll have to post them. I'll put them on the today was a good day yeah. Facebook page. Have but... you got young got young got my one? Have you? Yeah, no, good. Uh... but there you go. If that was 14. Age say 14, 15, that's 25, 20, you know, 25 years ago. Mm. It's good, though, man. And, and, and it kind of really solid to know that you've got you got your boy like for life. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a it's a great feeling for me anyway, man. It's fantastic. Like, just to know I got I got extended family. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys always had each other, and I mean, even you know, for 25 years, you two. Uh, I, I've always never had a brother. Nitty was probably the closest thing I ever had to, you know, a brother when he joined the family. But it, you were the brothers that I grew up with, and you were the brothers that if I had a problem, I turned to. Mm-hmm. So although I'm not a brother, 25 years in my life, I mean, you've been in my life longer than you haven't. No, I know. Well, yeah, I was say I was saying this, and I, I, I know I shouldn't have said this to Autumn the, the other day, just about family and how it cannot, it doesn't have to be blood, and you know us. No. We're definitely family, man. Definitely family, you know. There's very, very yeah. few, few people who I like, you know, I consider to be true friend. Do you know what I mean? And we've been through a lot, ups and downs and stuff. And uh, but it's I, just like Dan, I guess. Nothing ever changes. It's still going to be like for life with us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, like Murtha now, what he's he's playing, he <laughs> you know he thinks highly of you as well, and uh, considers you what do you say his third son. <laughs> yeah. yeah adopted yes. you, know I, you know I always like I, it's the response to you that you always have to Murtha's first question he goes uh, Jeezy and then I waked in for it you go Murtha <laughs> <laughs> Murtha <laughs> just say hey G like 
just talk to you. Like, just say what you want to say in a sentence. Don't just go, Jizzy. No, <laughs> he's, like, he's always banging on about chocolate, isn't he? Like, oh, I know. there's a bit of rustling on the mic, and he's like, oh, what's Greg having to eat now? Oh, Greg, what chocolate are you having? I was like, what's this big thing about Greg always having chocolate? He did have a delicate chocolate draw. <laughs> are we yeah. talking about that, are we? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it was, uh, it, well, it escalated, if you remember, from a chocolate draw to a fridge. <laughs> I, I, in, in Herbert Thomas' way, I had a mini fridge in my room <laughs> full of just chocolate. Remember? <laughs> Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> hey, hey, that was, hey, bad. hey, but when you get the feeling, you need a chocolate. Oh, yeah. It was absolutely. It, it, say no words, but it was always the same. We'd come home from ball. We'd all sit on the landing. And after about 10 minutes, John would look over and he'd be like, oh, I got that feeling. I'm like, fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good, right, back in the day. Because you know, so many people you know, listening to whoever knew that you know, all, all four of us, when I say four of us, and Davis as well, you know, we all lived together back in the day. And I really liked that after ball where we all kind of came together. We all sat outside like our own door and mm-hmm. we all kind of facing each other and we could just chill and kind of reminisce and kind of like... Good, good times, man. Yeah, decipher what happened in ball and just wait and just sit there and be like, who's going to go in the shower first? Oh, yeah, I'll go now, two seconds. And it was always just chilling there for about an hour after it. Let's go and see what's on ITV2, like the Bone Collector or something. And go <laughs> or Rocky for us. Or Rocky or something. Yeah, it was always something. <laughs> oh, man. Brilliant. Other times we got proper fucked as well, drunk and stuff and going oh. out. Envy back in the day. and Do you remember when we tied... It was, I think it was me and, me and you, G. Remember when we tied uh, a rope around Davis's and John's door? So in one pull... <laughs> And then you really went cold. Didn't you want to go out on the didn't you, didn't you go out on the on the scaffolding? No, there was there was like a temporary like a scaffold on the front porch. Yeah. Um and I went and I went out the window, went along the front of the house and bust in John's window. <laughs> <laughs> ah, outstanding. <laughs> they were great, they were those times were brilliant. Yeah, well, like you say, John, getting drunk and you know, doing the things that boys do and then having the crazy kind of pre-drinks before the before the night out when we give Joel blood worm and we told him they were cola flavoured ice cubes. Ah, <laughs> oh, fish food. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Big big Perm's fish food, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that fish tank was celebrity in a Big Perm, Scarface, with um, Francis Tank, Godzilla. Yeah, Snoop Froggy Frog. Just thinking, how fucked did you got to be to look at a, a cube of blood whip and think it was a cola cube? Oh, I know. And it was nasty as well. And he, and, they and were he, nasty. And you sip on it like, oh, yeah, it's kind of good. <laughs> no. I'll mention something now, because obviously I, be, I listen to the podcast and I played catch up over lockdown as well. And we were talk- when you guys were talking before about with Davis, about when you always go out, man, how am I getting the rep for always being the one fighting? What do you say about that? <laughs> it, it, that, that is come, come unfair on, labeling. You, you are the brawler of the group. Gee. I, I, granted, I'd always be the one that ended up in it, but I never started it. No, you didn't. But, but yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing to ever back down. You know, you should never back down from a fight. Like you knew that you could always handle yourself, you could always take care of yourself. You always had that confidence 
in which to do that. And sometimes having that confidence in a fight is sometimes more than you'll ever need to do what you won't have to do anymore. You know, sometimes you see someone's kind of confident in a fight. You're like, oh, well, you can add themselves. I'm not going to even start. You, and I think that's what you had about you, G. You had that way about you as if something kicks off, I'm going to take your head off. <laughs> like, just from looking yeah. at it. Like, I'm, I'm your boy. And sometimes, I think you said to me before, I, I remember you were saying something like, yeah, G, someone's not, you know, or fuck off or something. You said, Ryan, sit down, is it? I was like, oh, yeah, all right, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, the problem was that I, when I was younger, and you guys know it, I, I had a, I had a nasty temper on me when I was younger because I, I just I, I was immature and I was raised in a disciplinarian way, and that was how I handled things. And you know, it took an awful lot of growing up and bad experiences to to kind of stop that shit. But in terms of when we were out, yeah, I, I did kind of see myself because right, we, if we're being honest for a minute, you'd often stare out the wrong motherfucker in the club. And, you know, like, and then when he'd say something, you'd be like, what's that dude looking at? And then you'd go and stand behind me. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's alcohol talking. Hey, I wasn't looking at the dude, man. I was looking at the girl behind him. And because I got a lazy eye and I do have a left lazy eye, you're looking like, what the guy's that looking at me with that lazy eye for? I'm looking at you doing for the Mac the honey behind you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, We were all bad, though, man, because you had Davis would always, like, he do. Davis used to do the tense up walk through the club yeah, so he'd like yeah, yeah. barge the shoulders and that i mean that one time where he did it and like six guys jumped on me because of it and davis didn't join in that was a great <laughs> night that was yeah thanks when we went outside there the dan was like yeah yeah we'll get him i was like dan they got me man it's over let it go <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, I you know i've had a beat in i don't want another one yeah good luck. so it was uh and that was a night they went outside and uh, Ryan was throwing up and that girl was still trying to go with him. That was a good night. That was right. Try and do it. I think she, she accomplished her goal. Hey. That was nasty oh, as fuck, right? I got juice in my bad hands. Uh, she do? must have wanted you bad, bro. <laughs> That's bad. You, you must have been Real doing bad. the Timberlake all night in Envy. I was rough, dude. You know I was a massive baby. You know I used to call the Timberlakes to the dance floor. You know I was ahead of the queue. You know, I was a star of that conga line. Let's go, baby. Let's Man, go. That, that, that time of our life just seems so long ago. Just going to time and envy. Just like, go to the bar. You come back 10 minutes later with four WKD blue because it's like four for a 10. You got, you got no hands or anything else. You can't carry. It's like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorted for the next hour. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was your right turn. You got the bar. You're like, I'll go to the bar. Everyone would drink. Oh, yeah, you get me a JD and Coke. Yeah, get me a bottle of Bud. Cool. Go to the bar. Can I get a JD Coke and a bottle of Bud? Yes, four WKD for 10. Give me eight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All the other, me and you, G. Me and you in the orange house. And we saw Dave's Carly and then Sarah, her friend. And we just got wasted. Absolutely wasted, man. Oh, what's Sarah? What's yeah. Sarah? You know what Sarah that was. <laughs> when I got away. Ryan! <laughs> Go on, Ryan. Tell it quickly. Tell it quickly before we uh, move on. Uh, yeah, so we were at uh, Dave's, Dave's wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah Dave's, Dave's wedding. And, uh, there was a check back in the day called Sarah. And, um, you know, we were kind of feeling each other, you know, a little dance and, you know, so on and so forth. And then, uh, you know, I think the opportunity... Oh, can I... Uh... Can, can I just interject there? She wasn't just a regular chick. She was incredible. Oh, yeah. As we, as we would refer to in our chictionary, she was a TTP. Yes. <laughs> oh, how do you remember that shit, John? <laughs> I remember that shit. How do you remember? I can't all the stages we had. Anyway, talk about shit. Anyway, yeah, so she was a TTP. 
and um, we were kind of hitting it off and whatnot. And I had the opportunity to, I think, go, go into, her, into her room and I knocked on the door and she opened the door and then we were like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, we're talking at the door and I, I, mean, I was close. I was close to getting in there. Next, you know, I was in this long corridor and from one end of the corridor was drunk Greg and the other end of the corridor was drunk John. And they were like, right, <laughs> <laughs> me and she went, yeah, good night, bye, yeah, that's two in the morning. And I was like, Guys, yeah. not tonight, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here I another night. <laughs> cock blocked, <laughs> massively cock blocked. <laughs> and that was the night, guys. If you remember, that we turned up with nowhere to stay, so we all paid twenty five bucks to share a dormitory. Mm. Davis woke up in the showers. Me and John, me and no, no me and me and me and Ryan, wasn't it? Walk up in that like no, lounge. No, there was me and you. Ryan was in the. Car. I was in the. No, no Davis was in the car because he drove. Oh, yeah, you yeah. two. Were, where were you two? We were in. It was like some lounge. waiting room or something. Yeah, yeah, with with these couches or something. I remember. I remember that. I come back to that. And I was in the shower with a dripping shower in the wet, and I think, why did I sleep in the shower? <laughs> and then I remember in the morning. Oh, I remember you were you were off your face in the morning, man. You were I, yeah, I wasn't good. Really no. bad. <laughs> you were over the edge of the couch. Yeah, all types of messed up, dude. All types of messed up. Yeah. David. Me? Yeah, I think you I, no, I thought Davis drove because he said No, no, Dan drove. Dan drove, yeah. Dan. Yeah. He said, yeah. Was it in his like maybe I don't know what car he was? What car did he have? It's Persia. Persia. It was one of his work car. I, I kind of it, think it was it was an estate. I don't know why. It's Peugeot three hundred six estate. It's black one. Where he had all his um, PlayStation stuff in the back, like all the cardboard POS. and all the POS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the one he almost killed us in. That was. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, actually, as well. <laughs> I think about it every day. Go on. Do you want to tell the story? Uh, it, it's we. I can't remember where we were going. We were playing an away game for the college, weren't we? Uh, we were playing basketball and we were going on an away game with college. And because Dan could drive, even though the minibus was going, it was always us for. And after the game, then we'd all just go and do our own thing, like get a McDonald's or something. So we were following the minibus. And we always had a tradition of being a bunch of knobheads in the car, didn't we? And like playing around. And if we'd overtake another car, we'd all try and do like the rocking thing or the running <laughs> thing to make it look like we were, you know, Hang on, just being the, the best one is when we were in the car and we all ducked down as if there was nobody in there, including Dan who was driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. that on, on, the, on the motorway, looking across and seeing a car with nobody driving. <laughs> going 60 miles. <laughs> <laughs> well that was it we were doing something like that weren't we and Dan did something like out his sunroof or something didn't he he was like putting mm. his hand up and all of a sudden the car drifted onto the central on the motorway doing like 70 uh, and it drifted onto the, the loose gravel stones yeah. in the central of the motorway and the central back end just, yeah. yeah and the back end it didn't kick out you know because otherwise we'd be dead but it just flicked slightly and at 70 miles an hour it felt like all our lives were over for like half a second and oh man i don't i don't think any i don't think any of us spoke did we for like three four minutes we all just oh. sat there in shock yeah we, we, we just shut up in like what just happened to us yeah it, thinking yeah. of that just reminds you of the time we went to crick owl and we played the same game oh, oh i know what you're gonna say go on <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, was it 
Dave. 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 Was, da- <laughs> was it Dave, Dave. lent over to suck you off? Or you yes. lent over to suck no, Dave off? No, because no, Greg was driving his estate. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was and, a higher car. And, and so Dave went over the top of the, of the passenger seat to pretend he was sucking somebody off and cracked his head on the windscreen and smacked. Cracked the windscreen. Cracked the windscreen, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he pretended to be doing a 69, didn't he, on Davis? Yeah, that was and um, because he was really getting into it, the back of his head at the windscreen and put it through. <laughs> and because it was a hire car, the next day I went to like Auto Glass and they were like, what happened? And I was like, oh yeah, this big seagull flew across and uh, <laughs> hit, hit the windscreen. And the guy was like, what, from inside? <laughs> oh man. You know what you talk about? Uh, Dave, you know that's that's a hard head to crack that windscreen. Right? And Not then, effortless as well. And then we had Nitty who slid into an old school gym climbing frame like a solid bar and cracked the thing in half. Oh, yeah. yeah, broke it, broke it straight enough. Oh, and then he got up and played. That that they were knock me out. I know who knocked me out. You knocked me out, John. Didn't you? You were Nitty. You were Nitty. I went for a layup. And I hit oh, the yeah. deck, and you give each other high five. <laughs> yeah, like What's don't come in here. No blood, no foul type thing, right? Plenty of times in ball. Dirty Rob knocked me out with his thumb. <laughs> That's why I didn't get in fights, Chief. Because <laughs> I get knocked out by thumbs. Yeah. All you do is stick yeah. a thumb in his face and he's out. <laughs> yeah, So how have you been keeping? How have you been keeping, Greg, with um I don't like to touch on it because it's you know, but it is affecting everybody so far, the whole lockdown situation because this the, the past two weeks it's kind of dawned on me like how bad it really is and it's only because i'm quite i think where i am is i'm quite self-contained and not the type of person to go to the pubs or whatever so that kind of thing doesn't affect me do you know what i mean but little things people need something to look forward to do you know what i mean and only a year ago i decided i want to go to japan and it's not gonna happen now for another year and the last two weeks I've been in this fucking stinker. <laughs> An absolute fucking stinker. You saw me. I took it out on, on Mirtha for no reason the other day. I admit I was being a right fucking dick and we, I, I apologized to him when we squashed it. I know little things like with my drawing. I've sold a couple now and I can't get them printed because the printer's not open. Oh. You know what I mean? It's little things that are affecting me. That's why I'm glad I have you guys. Mm. Just to, you know, with GTA and stuff like that, I'm playing online. And I'm just thinking, like, without that, I know you, you touched on it before, but it's, it's important to you as well, right? Uh, emphatically important. I mean, it, as we all grew up and my family developed, and obviously, you know, I had Benjamin with Joe and we, we went our separate ways, and now me and Sarah got Ava. Um, my, my friend circle shrunk significantly over the years, uh, and I'm not embarrassed or gutted about it. I'm not in any way because... As we just said, the friends that are friends, they've stuck about, you know, and I haven't lost friends. I'm just not as close to the others anymore. And so when lockdown hit, uh, I did feel an awful lot like an island, you know, quite remote uh, because I work from home anyway. And um, my office is upstairs in the house. So that's predominantly where I'm based. So all of a sudden, my going out to see customers, which I'd see, you know, I'd go and interview eight, nine, ten people a week went to doing this, this is Zoom feature, uh, my life became a shell uh, and living indoors. It was wake up, look after kids, 
check Sarah's okay because you know lockdown hit her hard. Um, go to work, make dinner, work off home, and then that was it. It was just press play and repeat. So it was tough, and I've we've adapted. Um, you guys have make no bones. I, there's no leading up to it, but you guys have got me through. Uh, looking forward to our silly antics and childlike behaviour is all you know that got me through everything, and I, and I absolutely thank you to high heavens for that, guys. But in terms of if the bigger picture is um, like you, John, we've had Disney cancelled on us twice now as a family, mm. which is tough to, tough to tell the kids, oh, yeah. you know, that yet yet again we have to have it cancelled because we're not allowed to go. So that that sucks, but. Because of I work with doctors and I get to speak to them about what they're experiencing, or you know, I speak to doctors weekly, and you know, they're telling me that you know they said goodbye to another another patient today. It puts things in perspective that my troubles haven't been that bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get that completely. Get that, and I saw a thing on the news about all these people who they're struggling because they're not getting food and things and money, and it's. Until it hits you, you don't really doesn't really affect you, if you know what I mean. And it's kind of outside your bubble. So yep. what I want to kind of say is has the lockdown had any positives for you? Uh well, if I could speci- specify positive negative, positives are it's brought me and my kids closer mm. than I ever thought possible because we've been forced into each other's faces. So when the lockdown first came around, me and Ava would go out, she'd cycle her bike and I'd run with her and it was just amazing um and we loved every part of that I mean me and Sarah we thought it was doing good for us but I think we've kind of had enough of being in each other's faces now (laughs) so you know we could do with being apart now in terms of us just having some sense of normality but the negative is for me personally is my health uh that uh I'll say it because obviously no one will know but I had COVID before COVID landed in the UK you know, I had it in January 2020, coming out of December 2019. I was in hospital for a week. And that rocked my health so much that I've never really got it back. And now, as I sit here talking to you, I went from being a quite a lean guy who did tough mudders and I did a lot of weights and I was strong. And now I don't do anything um, because not only did COVID rock me, but it also I think it robbed me of some drive, fitness drive. Uh, and I'm trying to reclaim it at the moment, but I'm starting to be more positive in work so that my mindset is better to go back to fitness, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. To- yeah, I totally understand it, man. Uh, <clears throat> injury can be a massive issue, can't it? You know, and, and we're all kind of healthy guys. You know, we all have been uh, into the kind of exercise scene for as long as we've, you know, kind of been alive. And then when something can, kind of robs that from you, it can turn, you know, for me, exercise is a massive part of my kind of, as you know, mental health. Like mm-hmm. I, I at least do it three, four times a week and I just need it. Like I, I really desperately need to exercise, not because of the physical factors, but more so because of the mental factors for me. It helps me out more than just uh, maintaining my physique. And uh, from that's the, the, the true positive behind exercise moving forward for me. So I guess, like, you're massively frustrated at the moment, then, Greg. Yeah, I, I definitely so. I mean, I, I went out to the garage gym last week and just put on the bench press, and I struggled to lift, I think it was 65, for, like, six. 
Um, when you consider a year and a half ago, I was benching 145 for two or three. Oh, I remember the sessions we done, man, and God, I, I've never ached like I, I ached when I trained, trained with you. Honestly, man, you train like an absolute beast. And we haven't trained much. Well, hopefully we can again one day soon. But, man, yeah, you, yeah. you completely go balls to the wall. Do you know what I mean? So to do that from that one extreme to the other, that ah, must be tough, man. Seriously. Well, it is, and it, it, it's more, it, it's demeaning in a way to know where you've been and where you are. And it's also demoralizing because you, you kind of think, well, I can't get back there again, so I'll let it go. So I think it's about moving my goalposts now because I don't want to be 145 again. Because to get there, realistically, I've got to hit protein, I've got to eat a lot of this, and I've got to train you know, regimentally and with very little cardio. And I, you know, I'm, I'm pushing, I'm kicking 40 door down now, and weight isn't the way forward for me. I got to be healthy. So what I'm trying to do is my mindset now is working better. Like I'm, I, I'm doing exams in work to get a, a chartered status in what I do in work. And then once I've got that, I think that drive, this, the willingness to sit down and learn, is actually helping me to think. Right, okay. As a whole, I'm feeling a bit more positive. So yeah, I'm trying to turn the corners in the right way I can because I tried to just get back doing fitness and weights and I gave up after a few days because it almost feels like, oh, I'm never going to get there. So what's the point? So it's, yeah, the lockdown has definitely taken its toll on me because I was, as you know, John, um, I lived in the gym and Mm. when the gym got taken away from me, I've learned that I can't do it without being away from my comfort of my house. That's what I've learned. Wow. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because I, I know when lockdown first started and I got the Apple Watch and we were pushing us, like pushing each other to do push-ups. Do you know what I mean? And that was great. Like, it's so much better when you have somebody else to help you get through it. Like, going to the gym is great by yourself, but it's not as good when you've got somebody else there to, hey, and, to and push you on. Uh, on that, to that point, John, gee, if you want to do something like that again, because you always come up with like the crazy kind of ideas, you know, unless it's one of those aggy things, do all this and see how quick you can do these 10 exercises. That was really good. What you did, like, you know, this maximum press ups, uh, normal, and then go to your knees and then do 15 and then do that for four sets. Oh, man, that, was that, really was good. that was really good. But the progress that we were seeing mm. was, it was extremely good. And mm. just, just imagine you were doing it by yourself. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be motivated to do it. You'd think, oh, I can't be asked today. I'll take a day off today. But yeah. then all like, thought that, look at your watch. You're like, oh, huh? Greg's just done some fucking work. Oh, wanker. I got to do, I got to get my press-ups in now. Yeah, it so, was, the press-ups was, was, was kind of you, John. It was, because I, my benchmark was Greg. And then Greg's benchmark was kind of you. Because we, when I was doing about 30, Greg was doing about 45. And then you were doing 60. We were like, <laughs> how do you do 60 straight? I'm like, oh, forget it. Uh, that's, that's a goal I got to get to, you know? So then, guys, what's the kind of the most, for you, what's the, what's the most beneficial form of exercise that you used to do or currently do or, you know, what do you really like doing? I really like doing? Yeah. But do you think, I'm, I look forward now to doing this particular form of exercise. As in basketball? Well, anything, really. Gym, yeah. Ba- yeah. Well, I love playing basketball because, I'll you know, how knackered you get at the end of it because it's non-stop you're moving all the time well that's if you if you're not lazy and you want to play defense that is but yeah the calories you burn playing basketball is is got to be something well didn't you do it before right didn't you have your watch on when you were playing 
Yeah, I did uh, about two hours of ball. For me, I le- I burned about twelve hundred calories. Yeah, that's good too. That's crazy. When was the last time you played, G? Oh gosh, um, ten years, maybe more. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's been be. a long, long time. What about you, G? When you were I'm- kind of like in your prime, when you everything was kind of working. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, you say yeah, you know you get you're forty. Now we all have these problems. Nah, just because your has so, been, you know, always been crazy bad, isn't it? You know, so like, what what do you like to do? Well, probably there's three that I always enjoyed. I mean, nothing will ever ever beat that feeling of going to ball. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I was the highlight of my week, especially college on a Wednesday afternoon. I used to look forward to that mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, we all did, I think. So. But I didn't look at it as fitness. I just enjoyed it, you know. But from fitness, two things. One, when I was in Manchester working, I absolutely loved getting up at 5.30 in the morning and going for a run yeah. around Manchester. Oh, man. It was every morning without fail, I'd get up and I'd go and see a different part of Manchester, whether it was Old Trafford, where it was the Etihad Stadium, whether it was just around Manchester State, you know, City Centre. It was, it was amazing. And I loved that. That was probably when I was at my fittest. Um, but away from that, I don't think anything will ever beat that feeling I get when it was chest day in the gym. <laughs> Mondays. Uh, mine, mine was Wednesday, see, because mon- Monday was full of all the knobheads in my gym who did chest day. So Monday was back day. There's nothing like having a good pump. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, when you, when you do a good chest session, you look in the mirror, right? You're like, damn, I wish I could look like that all the time. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh my God, look, check me out. I remember I went, I, all right, everybody checks themselves out in the gym, but I kind of do it on a sneak, on a sneaky when there's nobody else in it, right? I remember I walked in there once, walked around the corner to take a piss. And as I turned the corner, there was a guy just in his underpants flexing. <laughs> in the mirror, in the full size mirror, right where the urinal, urinal is, when I'm trying to take a piss. Love it. They don't care, man. Just in his pants. He pulled his shorts down. <laughs> I'm like, what, Vanity, what, the fuck you, what the fuck are you doing? Vanity. Trying to take a piss. <laughs> no, no, John. John, I can help you there, man. What, what, when he pulled his shorts down, uh, under the shorts, there's these thing called legs that people train. <laughs> and he was checking his legs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, John, it's all the shots you, all, yeah John all the shots you send me are waste up fam right that's <laughs> it now I'm going to train legs now for the next two months please man I did a kettle I did a Joe Wicks kettlebell workout yesterday and I didn't realise it was, it was a leg one man my fucking hamstrings a day yeah but isn't all kettlebell legs I do a I do a kettlebell today and I do, and I do one um, on Tuesday man what I was doing was squats yeah a lot of squats Lunges, yeah. squats, devil swings. They're called devil squats, where something like I was called, where you you do like a you know you kind of dumbbell jack and you put it down, then you do a burpee, and that's one. Oh, fuck it now. Yeah, it's all right. You know, it sounds like fun, right? Oh, you just crack on. It's great fun. Love hit. <laughs> Not really. So, GZ, while we got you on, you we like to just delve quickly into gaming history because you know we're all avid gamers not as much as we used to be because we just came gta now on a regular every other night i'm like <laughs> here comes a text gta 
Yeah. Right, it's like GTA or hey, yeah. well, hey, I was I was the I was the advocate for GTA. I was like, "Am we down for it?" And then G started doing. I'm like, "Ah, oh, cool, you can have that man." Come on, that was possibility. <laughs> yeah. G's in charge of that shit now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, like thinking back, what was your first thought of of, uh, of games, man? Well, I mean, it's vague, but my first ever like computer experience was probably other than my father's bloody, uh, you know, the boop. Oh boop, yeah, um, boop, you know my Kong that thing. My dad had that. He did, but other than that orange console thing, uh, it was a Spectrum Sinclair Spectrum. Uh, as you guys, you know, you talked about that on your on your previous podcast. And my favorite game on that was Ghostbusters because <laughs> uh, that was like. Well, that was all like that was all my parents could afford. It was like two tips, so I had Ghostbusters, <laughs> uh, and uh, what was the other one I had? Um, oh, Gauntlet, Ghostbusters oh, and Gauntlet. Yeah. So they were my favorite two games. But then um, I suppose as as we got older and we went into consoles, my first ever console was probably uh, a SNES. I'd imagine. I think a SNES was my first console. I didn't have a NES. We, we, um, again, my parents couldn't afford a NES when I was that young, so it was a SNES. Um, and I loved I was Nintendo for years. I really was, man. I was Nintendo. I mean, I, I wavered over to the PlayStation 2 when that came out because it was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I even had a PS1 for a while as well, but I think me and my sister had to share it, you know, because uh, yeah. you know, things Was that the tight. one that was, that was in your car? No, that was the PS2. Best car, a, best car, man. Yeah, kitted out my my old my Focus in I, and I had a gaming system at the boot, so in the TV screen up front, so you could play. And what I used to do because I had a I had a booming sound system, I used to play in a car game, turn the volume up, and it sounded like my car was a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> talk about talk about talk about a cheap man's way of souping up your car. Hey, I, the irony was I, I did have a good exhaust in it, but I just thought it was cooler to turn the volume up. <laughs> yeah, that car was pimp. As a, as when you ride in shotgun, it's cool, and then you could just play games while you're riding shotgun. Yeah, I remember playing yeah. GTA GTA three in there. I think brilliant. Oh, it was uh, a yeah. Gran Turismo was uh, was always on in there as well. Yeah. That was good, but yeah, I mean, my my, my favorite. I mean, I was I love Nintendo. I mean, uh, uh, the N sixty four was awesome. Uh, you know, GoldenEye will always be forever. Like the one of the, my favorite game in memories, GoldenEye. That was amazing. But Nitty was just a prick on it because he was so good. <laughs> All, always get the fucking golden gun he would. That's because he thinks he's James Bond. That's why. Yeah, because he does yeah, think he he's Bond. Uh, but yeah so my evolution then in terms of like um, from uh, SNES through to PlayStation PlayStation 2 GameCube and then because my parents started doing a bit better I had a few I was very very lucky then that I had um, like I had the Dreamcast I think I messaged you earlier on to say I had a Dreamcast and that's when I was introduced to NBA 2K for the first time on the Dreamcast Uh, legendary game the blocks in that game was something spectacular. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And it, can you guys remember the Dreamcast on the controller? You had like that little bit you could pull out. <laughs> it was like your little animal on it. Yeah, like a Tamagotchi built into your controller. Yeah, yeah. Was that it? was it. That was cool. No, Dreamcast was a good console. Um, yeah, it was a good console. Xbox, yeah, same, was it? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that was the point then when I was I, like, I was always Sony, uh, Sony or Nintendo. You know, the Wii. Uh, you know, that was a bit further down the line. I know, but um, when the Xbox first came out and that massive beast of a box came out. You know, when you had that, when you bought the first Xbox, it was like you were buying a 32-inch TV, you know, bringing that box in the house. Yeah. It was huge. Um, so I didn't get it on launch, but then when I saw good, like, the original Halo was, I was like, okay, all right, I'm getting an Xbox because that looks amazing. And then that's when online gaming really started kicking in, wasn't it? Mm. So Xbox then, and then I stayed Xbox through the 360, uh, where we absolutely murdered cod absolutely mm-hmm. that that Good was times. our man we played that game solid every night for like a year yeah unbelievable it was, it was amazing yeah, you, you prestiged like a couple of times in that game right yeah well I, I i found that hack didn't i where if you held a knife uh a duct then you moved like lightning speed didn't you <laughs> So I, I just hacked all game long. I'd run around stabbing people and get like a nuke and end the game. And it was the <laughs> most shittest way to play that game imaginable. But I just did it anyway. Yeah, but the quickest way of XP in too, isn't it? I don't think oh, I've yeah, ever had a, a nuke in, in, in card. It's 25 kills straight. 25 kill streak. No, I never had it. My yeah. way. I would minus. I probably got killed 25 in a row but <laughs> I was always I was always the worst at FPS it was always like you two up at four and you go like oh Ryan's on tonight oh, oh bollocks <laughs> <laughs> just stick him in a vehicle and hope he survives <laughs> do you remember that though we used to play with Shorty and his brother yeah. and he used two, to come man. on Halo 2 yeah that was Carl Carl was a no, I remember. Boss at Halo and- I remember us four played, and obviously when I say four, Davis, and then Shorty and his brother, and there was that map in Halo 2 where it's like in a canyon, it's kind of purpley, and you start yeah, with a downhill, and you're all at a base with vehicles, and you all come up and kind of meet in the middle. That, mm-hmm. I always yes. you know, vividly remember playing that in the bedroom, you know, and all the boys. Like- it's, it's funny how, like, can you imagine... Your like Jeezy, your dad. I know our man is completely out of the fucking equation because he's a bigger kid than all three of us put together. Word. But your man being as big into games at almost forty back in the day, as much as you are. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy, isn't no. it? It's changed completely. I know. It's, but it's more again, it like is. I said before, it's, it's more of a social thing, isn't it? Because we can't see each other. It's just a way of keeping in touch. Yeah, I mean, my father went to the pub you know, uh, for mm. on a Friday night for a couple of beers with the lads. And, he, you know, my dad was my dad was always in the house with us. You know, he was, um, yeah, funny enough, I was going to talk to you guys about this, and now it seems like a good platform. But, I uh, mean, me and my father have got a great relationship. We're, we're good friends. Um, not so much when I was younger because he was a proper disciplinarian. And, you know, I was, uh, I was um, put, put right in the wrong way many, many times. But as we've grown up, and he said to me a million times over that he wishes he could change things. And I, I you know, I, I, I don't need a forgiveness. I don't need to say it's okay to him because he knows that I love him to bits. But like, yeah, my father would never, ever, ever pick up an Xbox control and play with us. Whereas you guys, and I say it because I'm, I live it with you guys. And I know you love him to bits, man, but you're so lucky with Murtha. You really are. Not just because he's a good guy, not just because he's a soft as shit. But because he tries things to be with you, if that mm. makes sense, 
Um, and sometimes it just, you know, I, I can sense and feel it. And it, it's awesome because you should appreciate every second he's there, boys. I really mean that because, you know, not, my dad wouldn't do the shit he does. No, I know. But saying that, Merthyr was difficult back in the day. He's changed oh. massive, massively from what he was. And he's he's grown into, like like you said, a big softy. Yeah. And, yeah. and I guess, it's like with anything, it comes with age and experience. And you mm-hmm. look back and you think, okay, I was I shouldn't have acted the way I did. But you know, back in the day, smacking your kid was acceptable when we were growing up. Yeah, um, and again, it's you you spot on there. I mean, the, the the level to which we were smacked as kids would probably be questionable, though, even back then, to what you know we are, mm-hmm. you know, when we stepped out of line. And I mean, I look at my father now, for instance, and my father is like the best granddad that any any grandchild could ever ask for he goes he, he, like literally he'll be he'll be in west wales and he'll drop everything to drive to cardiff just to pick benjamin up uh and take him to a rugby game five minutes on the road from his school and he'll do it without thinking whereas when i was young he'd be like you better walk your ass home uh <laughs> yeah and you know he's, he's become a granddad which my kids are so so lucky to have and you're right, though, times change and people and everything changes and we move on. But, I mean, I make mistakes with my kids right now um, and I wish I could change them. I wish I could, but I can't. All I can try and do is look at what I've done and not try and do it again and make sure my kids know I'm sorry when I do know I've fucked up as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's mad that you, you, we are playing Xbox with your boy now. He's joining us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? I know like we, we got we got our old man and your kid. I know like, I'm Mertha. Look at the, look at the yeah. scale, yeah. Look at the yeah. You are Mertha. Twenty years before Mertha. <laughs> I know. That is. I'll they, be. They, I'll be. Go on. I can say I, I'll be the guy saying to my kids, you know, in fifteen years' time, you you mates on tonight, Ben. Can, <laughs> I, uh, can we play Wreckfest tonight with your mates, Ben? <laughs> yeah, gee, just to, you know, just to briefly go back to the point. You know, we do, um, and you know that we do, we do appreciate Mirtha cold-heartedly. Like, he's, I was talking today, actually, to my mother about it, about what he what he kind of did for us, John, you know, growing up. You know, the best, take this as kind of the, the light, light heart. The best thing that happened to him was divorcing my mother, hmm. our mother, because it turned him into this, totally different person from a disciplinarian because what did he have what was hidden what, what was his model of a father his model of a father was his father and you know grandchild wasn't easy at all because then because then you got to look at who his model of a father was and we know i think this is where we're going to try and break the cycle so but he turned the corner and became like this really laid-back friend who's never really turned turned around that now it's always been the same kind of way you know, we have this banter, this kind of uh, respect with my old man where, you know, if we ever know, me and John kind of know the level that we can go to and we're always the first person to, you know, to apologize to him if we've ever overstepped the mark all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that, like, like I did the other day. Oh. I, I, I was out in the shower. I was like, what what the fuck did I just say? What a knobhead. And I called him up and I, we had a discussion. And I was like, I'm so sorry. It's nothing to do with you. I'm just having a shit time at the moment. But... Yeah, we you know we do appreciate him, and t- at times it may look like we're just having a go at him, but it's family. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm sure you're the same with your with your dad sometimes, Greg. And it's like you can 
it kind of looks harsh on the outside, if you know what I mean. But well, no, it. Uh, what I'll say is, it doesn't look harsh from the outside. It it actually looks like your friends rather mm. than father and sons. Mm. Uh, and I mean that. I mean, I'm saying that now. I'm I'm kicking down the as I said, the age of forty. And yet, if my father rings me up and says, "Greg, we need to talk," I still ship myself right now because my father still got that level of like you know intimidation over me, and I'm not. And Christ, as you as you said, guys, you know, I'm I'm not easily intimidated, but. At the same time, my father was always the person who he was. A lot of people have role models in life. My father was mine, mm. so I made no bones about if you respect someone that much, then I don't take him off that pedestal. If that makes sense. So you know, no matter even when I'm sixty years of age and he's in his eighties, if he if he gets pissed off at me, I'll still say sorry for something, even if I think I'm in the right for doing it, because that's just where my father sits in my life and. I, I look at what you got with your dad and what I say, when I say to you, you know, you appreciate him. It's not because you don't. What I'm saying to you is, is I'm reminding you to keep doing it because um, I look at Murtha and I just see a friend with you guys. I don't think Ryan and John's dad is online tonight. I think Mark is online. Um, I know it, because, it's awesome, guys. I know because you call him a prick as well. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, he What's gives me more shit. Friend? Yeah, yeah, hey, exactly. Your so dad, this is what I'm gives saying. Me, he gives me so much shit that I'm gonna call him a prick. Yeah, exactly. But, but the exactly. thing is, you know, you know, when you're at that stage of of like being comfortable with somebody, when you can call him a prick and not worry about it. Yeah, Do you know what but, I mean? Because yeah. they, because therein lies a level of respect. Call it yeah. a crazy, as crazy as it is. If you can get away with doing that with someone, there's a respect there that they know cold heartedly. That it doesn't mean nothing of malice at all. There's no malice mm-hmm. behind that in whatsoever. And you, you, only through experience and time can you build those types of relationships, regardless whether they're blood or not. Hundred percent. You know. And how many of those do we have in life, right? Yeah, man. Count them on one hand, maybe. Yeah, you know, definitely. definitely. Yeah, but I'd rather have people like few really close friends and a load of a big group of people who I'm not close to and not. That comfortable to call him a knobhead or whatever. No, no, but he is sometimes, though, isn't he? He is. Oh, we've Yo. been here before. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. Anyway, um, should we do? Should I do that game I was talking about, John? Or have you got something else to talk about? No, you you crack on. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, up? we'll. Want to touch on something on the NBA quickly before we we okay. leave? We yeah. do everything for the the non NBA people. Yeah. Okay. Cool. At the cool. end, crack on. So yeah. then I put a little game together, guys, for you two. 90s, oh, right. 90s hip-hop trivia. <laughs> oh, what? I talk about unfair. You're on with fucking Russell Simmons. What the fuck? That's like, <laughs> why do you just say Greg, what we're going to do is the reason why John's favourite foods? The reason why we're laughing is because before we had this call tonight, I spoke to John about some stuff, and John went, I bet she says, fuck, it's not fair. i got Russell Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly like you just said, bro. Exactly. It was spot on. Yeah, because you've stitched me up. No, I haven't. I made it easy for you, a ninja for John. All right. <laughs> All right. So it's, uh, it's, it's R&B, yeah? Cool. Here we go. Right, right. Why are you making it easy for the other man? Because the other man is much cheaper. <laughs> the brother man. Okay. Now, Greg, um, what is Eminem's real name? No, I'm joking. That's not the first question. Oh. <laughs> That's not the first question. Okay. G. Who sings the hook to Jay-Z's Can't Knock the Hustle? 
Is it Mary J. Blige, Aaliyah, Janet Jackson, or Faith Evans? Oh, shit. Can't knock the hustle. That's off the blueprint, isn't it? Um, going back that far, it's not Aaliyah. So I'd probably say uh, Mary J. Blige. Correct. Correct. Jeezy gets one point. Okay. Good job, G. Hang on, I'm playing against him. Fuck. Okay, John, first question. Who was the original members of Nas Rap Group Collective, The Firm? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it Little Kim, uh, uh, Cornega and Jay-Z, Foxy Brown, AZ or Cormega, sorry, Noriega, Capone and and Foxy Brown, or Little Kim, AZ and Jay-Z? Cormega, AZ, and Foxy Brown. Correct, it was. Oh, was it? <laughs> it was. I didn't know Cormega was in there. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's for, I think it's just for G. Uh, ooh. ooh, is that G or John? Ooh, ooh, I give out. Ooh. ooh, okay, G. How old ooh. was Biggie when he died? 23, ooh. 24, 25, or 26? Oh, mother. Um, I don't think well, I know that one. Well, Pac was 25, wasn't he? Mm. Um, 23, 24, 25, 26. I'm trying to think of what the film Notorious said now. Uh, I'm going to go with 24. Correct. No. Oh, good guess, Hendrix. Ah. Good guess. It was a guess. It was a guess. <laughs> okay. Well, let's give this one to John. Wait, let me have a look here. Hey, right, you ain't organized, bro. I am organized, but I got to get organized. Okay, this is good. All right. Uh, John, besides Mystical, Fiend, and Mia X, who else featured on Masterpiece make him say, Ugh! Ugh! Na na na. Was it Sick the Shocker, Sea Murder, Cain and Abel, or Juvenile? Sick the Shocker. It was. <laughs> I would have got the shot. Okay, <clears throat> that one's for John. So that I remember the video, and they had a they had a tank in the video. That one's brilliant. <laughs> That's really hard. That one is. No, that was for John. It's really hard. Thanks, right? Let's put. Uh, let's put what What is the license plate on G- Jay Z's Bentley in the <laughs> Can Not Person video? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the only? MC to rap on a verse on the Ready to Die album. Ooh. Was it Mace, Method Man, Naz, or Puff Daddy? Right, wait. So, Ready to Die album, the only featured MC. The only MC to rap a verse on the Ready to Die album. Was it Naz? Oh, or, sorry, Mace, Method Man, Naz, or Puff Daddy? See, I want to say Puff Daddy, but he was producing back then, so I don't think it was. I, I think Nas was probably too street for that. Um, I'm going to say Redman. Well, I didn't say Redman. I said Mace or Method Man. Oh, Method Man, sorry. Method Man. Correct. D-H-O-D, man. Here I am. I'm... Yeah, it was. It was, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. Good. <laughs> okay, John. Name all the artists on the song React. 
Oh, that's a lot of artists. Oh shit. Yo, that's <laughs> oh shit. I haven't got the answers. I forgot to get them, but I know there's six. Okay, so I know one was, of them. It was sticky no, fingers. Sticky fingers, yeah. Fingers. Fredro. Yeah. Sun C. Yeah. Fifty. Yeah. Fat fifty. Yeah, fat fifty. Um, X one. Yeah. That's tough. Then he share. He shares the third verse, doesn't he? No, he's the first guy. I don't know. Bonnie Fuko? Oh, never. Never would have got it. Sorry, John. Never would have got it. That's tough. Hey, hey, you are Simmons. I had to make Good. him a little bit tougher for you, John. That was hard. Okay, so Johnny gets a big fat goose egg on that one. Jeezy. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> what was Ludacris' first number one single? Was it, what's your fantasy? Roll out, stand up, or move bitch? UK or US? Well, it would have been US, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think he did get a UK number one, did he? Um, say them again. What's your fantasy? Roll out, stand up, or move bitch? What was it a first single or first number one? First number one sing- single. Ooh. See, what's your fantasy was out before the other ones, I'm certain of that. And I think it was a pretty big jam as well, because I know stand up was massive, but I think What's Your Fantasy was out before that and bigger. So I'm going to say What's Your Fantasy. Incorrect. It was Stand Up. Oh, man. I even remember the video to that one. Okay, this What's is kind fantasy. of fantasy. I want to lick, an easy lick one it from your head to your toes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's an easy and one. And I want that. Yeah, how many <laughs> albums did big, big Pun have? And can you name them? How many albums did Big Pun have? And can you name them? Was it one, two, Three or four? Well, that's a, that's a, because they were stuff after we, like, there's bootleg stuff and there's. Just that he released by himself his album before he died. How many did he have? One, two, three, or four? Two. Correct. Can you name them? Cap- Capital Punishment and. Um, Oh, it was a, it was a, no, I can't remember. Yeah, neither can I. Okay, uh, next question. Hey, it's three all, right? It is three all, and this next question. Is... Three here? Let me know if I can help. That's oh, Siri. Yeah, okay. I don't know, I don't know if she oh. came on. Oh, look at John getting the answer from Siri. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> happened. Okay. Shut up. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> this is this is a uh, lyric based. Ooh, I like it, right? Easy. What song is this from? Should we cry when the Pope die? My request: We should cry. If I cried when we buried Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Oh. It's 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 Machiavelli, the album by Tupac. But is it blasphemy? Um, hang on. Yeah, I'm going to say blasphemy. It is blasphemy. I was, trying to, I was trying to play the lyrics out, but yeah, great song. I was actually listening to it when I was in the shower, like a couple of hours ago. That album was on when I was in the shower, and that song was on. Great album. 
We've yeah. got 10 minutes left, just let you know. Okay, okay. so, John, this is for, I am, actually, I haven't got a tiebreaker question. John, this is to yeah. tie or lose, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave us these lyrics? <sighs> In a street brawl, I strike men quicker than lightning. You seen what happening in my last fight, friend? I then. <laughs> <laughs> Is it DPG, Lords of the Underground, Big Al, or the Brotherhood? Read them again. In a street brawl, I strike men quicker than lightning. You seen what happened in the last fight, friend? I then. Oh, let's go Big Al. It is Big Al! Yeah! <laughs> Simmons comes through to tie it up. Oh, God. Fourth quarter, tied overtime. Oh. Larry Johnson. <laughs> Garden goes bonkers. Here we are. <laughs> All it's a draw. <laughs> All right, I want to vent follows that. you got to have a tie. Uh, I'll have to come back and do a repeat game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good one. We'll come back and do another game. Good, cool. You know, trying to nice. come up with kind of come up with questions I thought might, you guys would have answered, and in a kind of genre that you both kind of grew up in, and then kind of makes them more difficult for John, and then trying to go through quizzes online that I didn't know the answers to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got eight minutes to go, right? Yeah, this finishes. So I got. We'll do twenty questions, and then we'll we'll bounce. So. Um, Jeezy, and you've probably heard it before from the, from the early podcasts. Take it in turns, Looking forward to this. Take it in turns to ask me a question um, to try and guess what uh, game I'm looking. I've got it in front of me. Okay. So I, Jeezy, kick it off. Um, is it uh, a current console game? No. Okay. Is it? Uh, Post two thousand. Yes. Okay. Okay. So not not current console. Post two thousand. Is it a sports game? No. Okay. Um, are there guns involved? Yes. So okay, we've got a shooter of some kind. Is it an Xbox game? No. Oh, sorry. Is it exclusively Xbox? But no. Okay. No. Okay. Um, is it first person? Yeah. So we've got a first person shooter that's not on Xbox. Oh, that makes it tough for me. Um, is it real world based? Yes. Good question. Is it war based? No. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, real world based, war based. Is it based in olden times? No. Futuristic shooter on the PlayStation? Is it multiplayer? Yes. How many questions are we up to? That is uh, that's 10. Futuristic shooter on the PlayStation. No, non-futuristic. Non-futuristic. Sorry, non-futuristic mm. shooter PlayStation. Um... Is it co-op multiplayer? Yes. Co-op multiplayer on the shooting. And it's a first person. 
Mm. Uh, do we uh, tough one? Did it have a? Is it an individual game or did it have sequels? It had sequels. Before it and mm. after it. That's the separate question. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a separate question. Before it and after it. As, as in, did the, it? As in, is it like? Maybe I'm going to rephrase the question. Is it the okay. first of its series, or what yes. was it within a series? Is the first yes. one? Yeah. First of a series. Okay. All right. That's thirteen. Questions, uh, by the way. Thirteen questions. Six to go. Or five seven, to go. Seven to go. Seven. Yeah. yeah sorry. What, what did you do, Genji? Yeah, cheesy. What was What's your profession, bro? <laughs> Professional goat herder. <laughs> I'm just going to count them goats. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I'm going to be left. Um, <laughs> is it war-based? No, um, s- sort of like... Um, oh. So it's a shooter, non-futuristic. Was it... Base, so it's was, it um, was it console... Did it drop when a new console dropped? No. Okay. 15 questions. Ooh, five to go. Who's going to come out on top? Marone. Did I have it? Nope. 16. So it's obviously PlayStation 2, maybe. Is Marone going to go? That's not a question. That's not not a question. Well, he said it's a war, kind of war based, first person. First of its kind. I'll say I'll, I'll I'll give you a thing. Go on. Then. I'm gonna say not gonna say war, but I'll say there was an element of military involved. So it could be like Lost. military. Well, like, and it's non-futuristic. Military. No. It's not someone. It's like, not gonna be like four questions. Medal of Honor or something like that, is it? Uh, no, is that I, a question? No. No, 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 no. Not not gonna use that as a question. Oh we've God, three, I'm trying three, to. We got three minutes. We have first-person shooter and a PlayStation. You, you just want to give up, guys? No, I have three questions. We come this far, I'm not giving up now. Four questions. Multiplayer. Four questions less. Where are you the character you're playing? Is he like a secret agent? Uh, mm, mm. Get off your phone, Hendrix. I know you can see you looking at your phone. <laughs> I was I was trying to remember PlayStation Two games, but I I didn't know what to type in, so all I had up there was PlayStation Five games. I'm like, what fucking good is that? Um, <laughs> Answer the question, John. Is, um, um, yeah, yeah, we we'll go with that. Yes, secret agent. He is kind of a secret agent. Yeah. On the PlayStation Two current time, it better not be because you did bloody Wait, James did Bond play? before. No, I know. Did we say PlayStation? Was that a confirm? Was that a confirmation? Did we confirmation that, John? I can't remember. He was hasn't on, denied it. Was it on a PlayStation 2? Yeah, it was on PlayStation. That's 18 questions. Uh, kind of a spy. It's not first kill zone or something. Like that, is it? I, can't, man, I can't think of a first person shooter. Kind of a spy. I was thinking, I'm thinking of GoldenEye. That's Secret what, agent, he said. Secret agent. Secret agent. On a PlayStation 2. Do you know, wait, we've got two questions left. Right, you have a guess of a game and I'll have a guess of a game. Yeah, all right. Let's do. Um, All right, I'll go with um, Killzone. No, nope. <laughs> Ryan. I'm gonna go with. Um, I, I have no. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to clue. Jeezy, you want another guess? Because you got one question remaining. Resident Evil. No. No. What was it? The answer is Time Crisis. Oh, son oh. of a... <laughs> uh, if we'd said arcade game, I would have got that straight away. First, I was thinking, you see the gun and stuff. Man, what a I, I, I thought you'd get that one. Nah, bollocks. Bollocks. Yeah. Never mind. I win. Here we are. We're less than a minute. Undefeated in 2021. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much. 100% from the field. First time you like not helping, right? First time. First you time. <laughs> so thank you for listening to Today Was A Good Day podcast. If you inked into basketball and the NBA, that was a good time to go and uh, put the kettle on, have a cuppa. But for those of you who do like basketball, I just want to bring up quickly before we head out of this podcast that it's almost a year since the Mamba left us. Oh. Kobe Bryant. Wow. A year. How crazy is that? I remember I was in the kitchen with, with Mooney and in, I was looking on, on Facebook and it popped up. Kobe Bryant died in helicopter. And, you know, you, you have all these, you think when a celebrity dies, people who are like, really upset and emotional and I never really experienced it before but for some reason I did with Kobe it was really weird it kind of hit me more than it had with anybody else like outside the family who who passed away and I don't know whether that was obviously because we're all into basketball or whatever but what a loss right and his have we seen his short film the Oscar winner Mm. I've seen it but not I haven't probably given it the time it deserves it was on and I wasn't really present in the room. So I need to watch it. You really need to watch it because it'll, it'll probably bring a tear to your eye like it did to me, especially now that he's passed away. Mm. So I just wanted to just, um, just ask you guys quickly, where do you rank the Mamba all time? What a question. Mm. Can we go back to the 20 questions? <laughs> Time crisis. <laughs> Correct. Nailed it. One of you. Edit that in. Yeah. <laughs> where do I? Where do I put the mamba? Just quickly before I answer that question. Yeah. Uh, when you texted me and said, you know, he's passed, but and then Gigi's daughter was with him. Yeah, I was kind of shell shocked, and I was I was kind of in this melancholy kind of state just really kind of down in the dumps for a, for a while then because we grew up as he grew up and he was doing what we wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Like Same sort of age, weren't we? Yeah, so he was like, yeah, exactly the same sort of age. And we were looking at it as much as, you know, we liked other players and Jordan and everybody else. You know, he, he was just a talent in its own. Like talk about just grit sheer determination and just a drive to just win and then again you know think think about a legacy he's left a legacy in basketball and he would have anyway regardless and then he thought bigger about a media company an animation company and he got together with um one of the disney animators one of the wise the nine old men the traditional the first nine men who created walt disney who were the, the top animators they mm-hmm. call the nine old men um one of which he worked with to do that short animation 
And that's yeah. why it's so good. Basketball, it was called. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Basketball. And he is just like a credit to everything that uh, you know we ever stood for and what he still stands for. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, on a similar vein, uh, I was, I, I'll put it out there, I was never a big Kobe fan. Uh, you know, he was playing in the era where he was going against some of the players that I was a fan of, you know, the Jason kids, uh, you know, of this world. And uh, it, it, I always, and I'm not saying this because he's no longer around and it's easy to look back and say it, but I always found him a ball hog. Um, and, you know, I, I know that all the greats to a certain extent are ball hogs. You know, Michael Jordan, Christ, the, the documentary says it all. He was He was a self-admitted ball hog. Um, but the, what I learned to respect about Kobe, I guess, was not just what he did off the court, but when you grow up a little bit and you forget your fan loyalty and you learn just about respect. Yeah, he was absolutely one of the greats. Where do I rank him? Um, I'd say top five. I don't know if I'd put him top three because, as again, with that level of maturity comes that I'll always put, potentially put Jordan number one. I, I begrudgingly, LeBron is. Yeah, I hate the guy. I don't like his. <laughs> oh, I, I don't like his <laughs> But I, I got. I kind of got to put him in my top three because of his absolute dominance on the court and what he brings to every team he's ever played in. But then equally to put those players up in that top five position and ignore the likes of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Bill Russell that preceded them. I don't think I could ever give you the same top five. If you ask me a week for the next year, I'd probably give you a different top five every time. So top five is the best answer I can give you for where I put Kobe. Yeah. I, I remember thinking the same as you, that he, he did like to have the ball in his hands a lot of the time and he wouldn't pass it up. But the, there's always the argument that would they, the Lakers have won five championships if he didn't with Kobe? He won five rings, and that's a lot. That's a lot of rings to win in the NBA. I know Jordan had six. LeBron's got four. So, it, it's I was, again, at the time, it was easy to point it out, but Kobe, yes, he held the ball a lot, but if you looked at how he ended a night on simple facts, then he ended a night on 40 points, and it looked amazing. But 40 points, and he was something like, you know, 30% from the field. So when you look at how much he threw up and missed to get the 40, that's why I didn't like him. Uh, but I also didn't like him because he was beating the teams that I did like. So mm. you've got to show that level of respect, haven't you? Lakers all-time leading scorer, I think. Kobe. I, I never knew why they called him Bean until tonight. Then it was, that was his actual middle name, it was Bean. Obi Bean Bryant. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard worse, man. I've heard worse. <laughs> no, I think I th where I rank him, yeah, it's got to be top five, I think. And I, I would put LeBron too. And we, I don't want to get into it with you why I'd put him too, because we could be here for a while. We've had this conversation before. And Jordan, yes, still at one. LeBron at two. And I, I just think LeBron is, is you think of a basketball player, LeBron can do it all. He can play in every position. Like if you say he's a, you think he's a knob, is that off the court? Do you think he's a knob? You think he's a knob no. on the court? Off the court, I think he's a good father and a true gentleman. You think he's a knob uh, on I, the court? I, 
Yes. See, I, I totally disagree. I don't think he's an Albert at all in the NBA. Are you right? I think he's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's better than Jordan. I, I think he's better than Jordan. Whoa, whoa where'd this come in? You were never better than like LeBron better than Jordan. You're trying to be controversial now, bro. Yeah, why not? Let's be controversial. <laughs> He's better than Jordan. But we, what we said about his conditioning is something else. There's nobody that can, that can still dominate in their oh. 17th year. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Is. He is. Yeah, I just going back quickly. You know, yeah, it is Jordan one, uh, LeBron two, three, four, and five. That they're going to interchange, like you said, G. I would like to put Kobe at three and then you got to look at, you know, Bill Russell and Shaq and Akeem. Kareem. Akeem. Akeem. You know, yeah, there's Patrick Ewing. But you know, you keep going down. <laughs> you know, you know, you keep going on the list, right? Bill Russell, um, uh, Swilt the Stilt, uh, Kareem, Akeem, Shaq. Big men. There's always, yeah, big men. There's not many people, you know, you, you got Jordan shooting guard, uh, you know, Kobe shooting guard, LeBron, small forward, you know, playing point guard now, but, you know, primarily small forward. After those kind of three, like top 10, I don't reckon you're going to see many guards fill that top 10 spot. Mm-hmm. I know. Magic. Yeah, Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Magic, fair one. Six, what, six, seven, six, eight point guard. I know who they're going to put in the next. I don't know if you saw it last night. Luca. Se- no, Colin Sexton. <laughs> Colin Sexton. Gee I, gee, I don't know if you follow it like as much as, as before. Colin Sexton's a guard, Cleveland. The Nets played Cleveland last night. And obviously, like, you, you must have known that um, James Harden's gone to the Nets now. He's playing with Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yep, seen. So it was, it was like a big, a big, big three first sort of out in last night against Cleveland. And Colin Sexton, he's, he's a second year player in the NBA and he he went off he scored something like the game went to double overtime and in the end Cleveland won by something like 7 points 142 135 I think the score was massive game but he scored I think Sexton scored 20 points straight in the fourth quarter and I saw a thing online right and it said it was like um, a Wikipedia thing about the the Brooklyn Nets and it had all the stats and it went down like um, players and then he went to coach Steve Nash. I went ownership. And instead of putting Jay-Z, they crossed it out and put Colin Sexton. Ownership. Because <laughs> he, he completely owned him last night. <laughs> yeah, he went 42, I think. He went 40, 45, career high. Um, career high, yeah. yeah. So do you think they can win the championship this year, right? What do you think? Oh, no. Cleveland? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, no. Can Brooklyn win? No, they can't. No? No. No. Why not? They've. Uh, they, I saw a great meme online about it, and there was. Um, they'd photoshopped obviously the big three, their head over three guys fighting over a ball, and yeah, that's why they won't yeah. win. Yeah, uh, they. I was watching something. They said that if anybody has to back down from their role, it's going to be uh, James. James Harden has to back down from his shooting scoring role because he can do other things where Kyrie can't really defend, and Durant is a beast. He's Apart from LeBron, he's you know the probably the best player in the league. Mm. Um, Steph Curry, uh, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Giannis, Cooper. Do you do you Luca? Luca. 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 Do you agree that Kyrie Irving is the third best player on that team? No, I think he's the second best player on the team. 
G? Uh, I'd probably say second because I think he's better than James Harden. Mm. Uh, but uh, as much as I'm not a big Durant fan, he puts it up. And, you know, he's pretty consistent in what he does as well. Yeah, he's fantastic. It's just his jump shot. How, how do you guard his jump shot? He, he's seven foot and he, he can shoot the ball. And he's one of the best shooters the in the and, league. And yeah. have you seen who's, who's dealing up on him? He put, they, they put all the big men on him. They put like the centers on him, like the, the old Andre Jordans on him. Like, what are you going to do against Durant? Oh, let's be so who, who, who do you think is going to have a run then? Who think will win it this year? Well, who's at least going to, who's the big play, big teams then? Because I don't think the Lakers will repeat. They've lost. They've lost a couple of games already this year, all at home. Yeah, and um, I know there's no, they haven't got any fans or anything like that. So like, home court advantage doesn't really weigh into it. But they lost a couple of players, and um, I don't know. I, I I think Brooklyn could do it. I I gotta be honest because that oh, scoring, they got three three amazing scorers. Defense, okay, they probably they they haven't yeah. got defense on the team. But, but look what happened. I was going to say, look what happened when Westbrook and Harden went together. It just didn't work. Yeah, but but Harden wasn't Harden as he is now. Oh, I mean, oh, you mean oh, for Houston? You mean okay? Yeah, yeah, for you. Mean, yeah, like, you know, yeah. OKC okay, then. Yeah, no, no. yeah. No, but apparently, um, apparently, yeah, it's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. I think it's too many, too many people need the ball in. Yeah, but in, how are you going to play with Russ Westbrook? Like there's a guy who's just not never going to back down from his alpha male barrel chested role. He'll never back down. Where people are a bit more, um, what's the word? Compromise. They compromise a little bit more. Other people, other players do. I'd see. But now, never. You know, you know. If you're Russell Westbrook, you're going to be the man on the team. Yeah, it's like um, Carmelo, isn't it? He had a thing he didn't want to back down, but then he, he accepted his role in Portland, and now he's he's doing well. Like, I, like the I always like Melo. He's great. Melo is good. Yeah, love that guy. I, I, I think that Mavs will have a good run again this year. I really do. I mean, I know I don't watch the ball as much as you guys, but I watch the highlights probably two, three times a week. I sit down and watch the highlights, probably. and I just think the Mavs. I think the Mavs have got the making of a great team, like the Spurs did back in the day. You know, not a single superstar, world class. You know, they had. You know, they. You know, you had bloody what's his name, um, Duncan. He's probably one of the greatest power forwards of all time. <laughs> Ryan's favorite. Uh, Ryan's favourite, boring Duncan. Uh, but, you know, they had him alongside David Robinson. And, of course, you had, what's his name? What was the guards in Parker? And Ginobili. So, and Ginobili, of course. Magic man Ginobili. But G- Ginobili when you, came off the bench. Sorry, just he was six man. <laughs> I know. Six man of the year in the year they won it as well. But, so I think the Mavs have got a great team because they've got a big, they've got some big guys and they've got then the passes. Whereas, like, as you say, the Nets, I just think that they've just got too many score, too many people who are concerned about their own stats. Mm. Yeah, somebody's got to back down, like you said. And I think if it was if it was just Harden and Durant, I think that'd be that'd be a better team, I think, without Kyrie. I think they could live without yeah. Kyrie. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe so. I like Kyrie. Kyrie's one of my favorites. Yeah, I know I know you like him. I do. I also like the Nuggets. I also like Utah. And there's a lot of good teams in the league that are Portland. Uh, Portland. Portland. Yeah, but John, Portland, you always you always back Portland and Portland never go anywhere. They always get beat. Yeah. But there's you, no you, one, you might But there's no new there's no new who's new to that team that's really set them off this year. There's no one you know, you're always gonna get your Dame and you're gonna get your Camelo and you're gonna get your big guy in the middle, I can't remember his name. Okay. 
Rashid Wallace. <laughs> hey, speaking of Rashid Wallace, I don't know why this comes up, but um, NBA tops, right? I know we mentioned it earlier on before we started, but um, oh, yeah. Lex said to me, you can have this back now if you want. I was like, what is it? Marcus Canby Raptors top. And it's all like shrinked and all like the vinyl has come off it. I'm like, what am I oh, going to yeah, do this? cracked and stuff. What do you mean have it back? She's been holding it, is she? Or? Oh, no, I let her wear it for bed and stuff tonight. I mean, oh, okay. Um, but I, I won't get rid of it. I just kind of got the attic now. The rest of the vests are way too big for me. I got a D-Way, which is lush. I got bean stains on it. Oh, I'm gutted. <laughs> <laughs> me and white, man. Me and white do not mix. Yeah. Remember the, um, oh, was it Darwin Ham we had, didn't we? I still got it. On, yeah, I still got the Davenham top. Yeah, Mitch all, Richmond. Mitch Richmond, yeah. I got the black all Anthony top. I think that's going to be worth something back in, in one day, man. I really do. Oh, do who did nice he wear? Top. It was a Chicago one. What was his name? I have uh, ben, Gordon. ben Gordon. Ben Gordon. Yeah. Massive one in G. Wasn't it the Nitty of the white one? Would he buy you the white one or something? No, Nitty had the white one. He oh. had the Ben Gordon all white and I had the all black. Yeah. Did you have a Philly top, G? Me? Yeah. Uh, I've got an Iverson one. Um, uh, I've got the Iverson stripe one, which if I wore it out now, it'd look like I'm supporting LGBTQ2 and all the rest of them. <laughs> Hit him up, Roy. Do it. <laughs> the LGBTQ plus community. That's what I'm talking about. That's the one, son. Yeah. <laughs> Just rolls off the tongue. Just rolls off the tongue. Put it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always wanted a Jordan top. Never had one. Never had one. Yes, I've still got mine. My 45 one. My red nice. 45 one. Nice. Yeah, it's it's it's, I rare, it's, it's you know it's the one he never won anything in, <laughs> and he he was losing, so we just thought fuck it, so I go back to twenty three. Oh man, that's it. Like to like today now, um, like for Christmas, Lex bought me a um, Carnatney Towns top, uh, Timberwolves, because I like the color, that purple, like kind of deep set purple is really nice. I don't care what it was in the back, I just like the color of the top. Yeah, I got my um Isaiah Thomas one, Pistons one, the white Pistons one, oh, AliExpress. Special. Oh, Looks amazing. Yeah, hike it's sports. Damn right. Proper stitched and everything. Hike sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got a I got yeah. a I got a big game James Worthy top from AliExpress. Oh yeah. Remember when remember when Doug had, had the what did he have? Jordan's away. I think it was Air Force One's from AliExpress. And on the inside on the source, it said Air Force One. It said something like Sport Air or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like the most uncomfortable shoe ever. I think I bought a pair of Jordans off him. He was like, I don't want these. They're not, they're not comfortable. I was like, I'll have them. And, uh, yeah, crazy. But it's, remember like back in the day going into town and you actually buying basketball shoes and stuff. It was great, wasn't it? Night shop. Night mm. shop. Uh, just inside the quadrant, right? On the left hand yeah. side. Yeah. Hell yeah. I used, I was look- I used to love going in there. I was looking at my, my Giannis's GC numbers because he... He's a non-baller now. But I got my my Giannis shoes. Take a check them out, G. Whoa. You sent me a picture of them when you had them on. They're lovely, yeah. really nice. But I was thinking, yeah, tell you, I'm... go on. I was just going to tell you what I had um, for Christmas. My parents always struggle to buy me stuff, so I just I said, "Well, buy me a pair of trainers, you know, because I haven't got enough." Yeah. Um, and they bought me the Kyries with the zip up on the front. Not the Kyries, Chris Pauls with the zip up the front. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, from from Nike, so they're they're red and black with the red zip up the front. They're really really nice. I don't think I've seen them actually. Man. Yeah, Chris Paul's Nike Chris Paul trainers. They are very nice. Send you a pick if you want. Especially my force as well, Andrex. 
Oh, Ryan's shown me the picture and he got them for you. They're awesome, man. Yeah. And Ryan's got a similar pair. Exactly. Yeah. Copy copied them, them motherfucker. That's right. Yeah, but you have with a Rucker Park zip code on the back of you. <laughs> no, you ain't. That was a steal, man. I was a steal. But £75 a steal for those kicks, man. Hey, um, so so we can look back on this podcast like I like to do with the earlier ones. Just to make a prediction now then between us three, who do you think will win the 2021 NBA championship? I had, a, I had a right last year. You did? I did. I'm going to go again. I'm going to say Lakers again. Yeah? Yeah, that's my prediction. You think, G? I, I don't want to say it, but based on the little bits that I've seen in form, I'm going to say Golden State. Ooh, Golden State. <laughs> wow. Hey, they are, hey, they're centre wise, man. And they got Kelly Oubre. And Clay's not back yet. No. They could have a massive run towards the end of the season and make the playoff. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know they're not as a team. I know they've lost more than they probably would like to at this point in the season. But in terms of Steph Curry coming back and shooting again, that's a game maker right there. It's a, it's a difference maker. What about you, John? He also passed Reggie Miller um, in threes two second time on the all time scoring list. Yeah, he, he did, didn't he? he yeah, I saw that. Eight, no, he got eight. He got eight threes to make, and he'll pass him for second. I'm, I'm going to say, I think Brooklyn will do it. To be honest, nice. there we go. Yeah, I think it'll be Brooklyn. Brooklyn and the Lakers in the finals. And I think um, Brooklyn would be too much for them to handle, I think. Mm, I don't think... Unless, yeah, unless, think unless, unless AD and, and LeBron just shoot the lights out and have an awesome series, I just I just think, yeah, Durant, I, Harden and Kyrie, that's just, that's just too much. That's probably the best big three you've ever seen. Durant, Harden and Kyrie. Over LeBron, Wade, and Bosch, Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. That a big three? Yes, it was a big three. Rodman was, I, I, I love I, Rodman. I disagree. I, I disagree, man. See, I like D Wade. He's one of my favorite players, and I mm. think that he's a. I think he's better than Harden. I think he's better than Kyrie. Wow. I do. Big statement he's, from RJ. He, oh come on, Did you, his his highlight reel is a highlight reel and a half. It is. The dunk, the dunk on on Verja. Remember that? Yeah, the one where he, he spins in the lane and two hand dunks on. I don't know who it is, and then he, oh man, yeah, Wade was good. Yeah, he, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, he was no, uh, he was no Latrell Sprewell, but he was pretty good. <laughs> the spinners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there we are. So I think Brooklyn Lakers and Golden State. Five on it or. <laughs> Uh, yeah, was that real money or GTA? Uh, GTA. GTA, Dan. Okay, let's do that. Speaking of cool. GTA, where are we on next? Uh, it can't be Saturday, tomorrow. is it? Saturday, I can't do tomorrow. Saturday. Is ben, is ben down this week, G? Ben's down, yet? Saturday it is, then. Sweet. Look forward Sweet. to it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll just wrap up this podcast now. I just want to say thank you so much to our, our boy, Jeezy, for coming on. You know, we've got nothing for respect for you, and, you know, we love you lots, man. So thank you so much for coming on. Anything you want to say before we leave, before we go? No, no. Thank you for coming on, guys. Obviously, love listening to the show. Uh, and I talk to you when I'm listening to it. So it's actually nice to be here, <laughs> actually, on it. Nice. All right. What's, what's going on with Positive Self Storyteller before we go? Ooh, I got one. I had one today with a woman from a company called Healed Scars, a charity, where she helps young women who have gone through trauma and uh, domestic abuse, you know, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking physical, emotional, and she runs a charity to help all women become a better version of themselves. So that was today. Uh, I got my, I actually got my first life coaching session tomorrow. Nice. I can't do it tomorrow from a woman from North Carolina. She got in touch with me on uh, on Facebook, which is good. Uh, yeah, and we just keep going strong, just doing t-shirts and trying to push it and so on and so forth. So trying to get that uh, get that company brand kind of you know side hustle moving step by step, one bit at a time, day by day. So progress, not perfection. Most definitely, dude. Most definitely. Yeah, there's no there's no such thing as perfect. Doesn't, nope. doesn't exist. Does not exist. Good job. Great to see you both growing. Well, Thanks, Mark. I saw, before we go, I saw a quick thing. What did I see it on? Um, I think it might have been Jamal I, um, on uh, 95 Millionaire. Okay. And there's a little, little thing stick with you. And he, he said something like, um, winners never quit and quitters never win. And I just thought that was like, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Before we go sure, on, just Jordan, right? Because I had a thing for, for Christmas off birthday and he says, I can never accept failure. Oh, I can accept failure. Everyone fails. That's something. But I can't accept not trying. Mm. Jordan. That's why he's number Jordan. one. Number one. <laughs> the GOAT, as they say. <laughs> so thank you for listening. You can find Today Was A Good Day podcast on everywhere that you find podcasts. You can find the Positive Self Storyteller podcast on everywhere you find podcasts also. And if you like us, please leave a review on our pages. It does help. So from Jeezy, RJ and Marone, thank you for listening and today was a good day. <laughs>